is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hi, everyone. It is 5 o'clock or 5.01. Um, happy Thursday. Happy B-Day. I'm sorry if I'm like discombobulated. My camera crew or like the person that gets the show ready. Let's not even talk about t- what happened today. Anywho, can you even, I need to move back because you got to see the whole do, you know, because I don't go out for like working from home. I work from home. So honestly, this is kind of like the only time that I get ready. So make sure everything blends in and looks, the lighting is (laughs) making me look a little different. Anywho. Hi all, welcome to the B Show. Um, if you could tell I'm a little bit more vibrant, a little bit compared to last week, but last week was a very important show for mental health. And I'm very, very appreciative of my guests. And this week I'm hitting some hard topics again and I'm letting you know right now, uh, if you don't like what we're going to discuss, there's the door, you can go. Okay, got it. Um, so let's do a little recap of my week. Let's see. I am currently waiting to get a knee injection. I have not been able to. I feel like with this shirt now, you can really tell if I'm sitting bad posture or not, right? Sit, sit, sit right, girl. Oh, sit right. Anywho, so like I was saying, um, yes. So I'm having some problems with my knee. So I'm just waiting for knee injections. But at this point, I just want to work out. My birthday is coming up soon. I'm trying to lose some pounds so I can look, ow. But my knee injection, like the pain management doctor, they're not, they're not helping me live my best life. This week has been really warm. I decided to go out um, two days ago and sit outside and read a book and drink a little gin and tonic, which is one of my favorite drinks. Um, that was very relaxing. It is hot as balls again today, but I think it's just the apartment. I bet if I go outside, it's not as hot as I feel right now. And that's really about it. I've been really taking some time to myself. As you may know, I gave up using my phone after eight for Lent, but I've kind of also dwindled down with camera crew guy my phone. I kind of dwindled down with also posting and using my phone or things in between. And that's just it's this here. There we go. And that's been good as well. So I kind of think that once Lent is done, I may instead of eight o'clock, I may extend it to nine o'clock and kind of do this thing that I'm thinking called photo dump where it's, I'm just going to like gather photos instead of posting daily or weekly of special things that I want to share, like 10 photos in a row. Um, I think that will give me more clarity of what's important to post, what's not. So in case you're wondering why I may not be on social media as well, that is the reason I just, I love the memes. Like And I love celebrity news and I like to see what's happening with my friends and all, but everything else, I'm not going to lie. I really, I don't know. This 40 days of Lent has really made me realize that I love social media for celebrity news and memes and anything Bravo. Like I watch almost every show on Bravo. So those are my things. Just in case you cared, just wanted to share. So let's fast forward to what we're talking about today on the B show. Do you see my headband? Because I feel like I'm so, I need you to see. Oh, no, I got a book. Ew. Okay. Um, let me move back. Is that bad? Because I really want you to see this. Yeah. Okay. Get over yourself, girl. Um, today, um, we have not only my family member. And we found out we were related when we went to family reunion. I just thought he was like my cousin's neighbor and I met him and I just loved him. And then we went to family reunion. I'm like, wait, why are you here? 
and he's like oh my god we're actually like like they broke down you know like when people are like oh you're my cousin from um no like we're legit blood so that made us even happier um so he's gonna be on our show today his name is Jacques Etienne spelled fancy like the French way you know not like Jack from this is us like Jacques and he's gonna be on our show and he and I are gonna have a real personal conversation about being not being gay but coming out his experience and I seen him from when he started to where he is now and I'll let him share his journey but it is so good and I just felt to wrap up with mental health like what if there are young men out there who want to come out and unfortunately feel like they cannot and I don't know if anyone's watching who is in that situation right now. And if you watch this, I hope this can make you feel that you have an open space and um, I got your back, you know what I'm saying? And also for m women who are lesbians, but I am, I'm saying more to the gays just because gay men, because the, my guest today is a, an amazing person and then we're gonna do a little sports talk like usual with our cool young gentleman friend named Jordan today's a big day because it was um last minute trades and I know someone personally who's furious because their team has gotten nowhere and has received no one and we're gonna talk all that and more. So let's welcome Jacques to the B Show. I feel like I'm giving you like, oh, come through looking professional. Yes, I love it. Hello. Hello. Don't you just look so yummy? Oh, I Thank love you so it. much. You do too. I love this print and this lip. Oh, you can't really see the headband in the, the book. Listen, come on. It's a look. <laughs> I was just saying I don't get to go out. So, like unless I'm going out with family or like dinner. So Thursday is my only day that I know I'm like, let me, you know, look like a whole wife, you know what I'm saying? Look I like, love it, like a whole snack. snack. Uh, buffet, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jack, first of all, I before we begin, I want everyone to know I love you. I love and you too. You have moved, and honestly, I'll, I don't know if you know this, but the day that you told me you were going to move was probably one of the saddest days for me because I felt like we had so much fun together and um yeah i when you told me you were moving and i know it was to better yourself it really really made me sad i just thought you should know that no and you know what tubu is like you know you are one of those people like when you come into somebody's life you don't do it <laughs> people remember you i will remember that time we were in my sister's room in my family's house and you had me, I think, I don't know if Pascal was there. You had me, my sister and Pascal cracking up, talk about breaking dishes, mazel Oh, tov. yes, um, <laughs> my mama, yes. I think we were just talking like how crazy Haitians are and I was like, nah, I'm gonna beat you guys because <laughs> my mom is off the chart, the craziest. <laughs> breaking dishes. Yeah. <laughs> literally breaking dishes and it was my sister she was my mom oh, all right my mom was upset that we didn't wash dishes and she was like oh so y'all ain't gonna wash dishes i'll break them all and my sister was like mazel tov mazel tov bitches and then she said to my mom like yo you just broke all these dishes but who's gonna go out and buy more not me and debbie so who's the loser here and my mom was just so upset. Oh, you're frozen. But it's not a bad frozen. It's like a good look. Like if you were going on a dating website, this wouldn't be a bad look. And you want to know how shady I am? I'm going to take a photo. Is this oh, better? You were, oh, you were frozen, man. I was going to take a photo. Oh, see, that one's not good. 
Oh gosh. You were frozen and it was actually like a good look and I was going to take a photo and let you know that's the photo you should put on your dating website. Oh, well, I'm leaving the dating alone. Is, <laughs> is it better that my connection better? Yeah, your connection is better. You see, everything is not better in Atlanta, people. Don't be fooled with no, you. No, no. I live in the ghetto and, and Xfinity just keeps playing with me. Oh, they're no. Waiting for my neighborhood and they're gonna, then they're going to improve the... Oh, um, okay. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. So, for those who may not know, can you please let everyone know who you are? So, my name is Jacques. I am a first-generation um, Haitian-American. I am a teacher. I am a brother, a son. I am... So many things, so many things. Um, I don't even know why, and not to cut you off, but all I heard was Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song. I am the sun, <laughs> I am the moon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a lot of I'm a lot of different things, but I think that's just what it is to be a millennial, right? We're just a little bit of everything. We have all these different roles that we're playing, all yeah. these different things that we're doing, you know, and. Um, you know, I, but it took me a while to to figure out who I was because I think growing up sometimes in that kind of Haitian household, like you are told to be yeah. all these things, and you, I think most importantly, you're you're taught to be a people pleaser. Yeah. And now I think at 33 years old, I'm learning to break out of that. Like I, I don't have to make my parents happy anymore. Yeah, I'm grown. I'm I'm my big age. I'm still trying to make my parents happy. Yeah, I'm grown. I'm I grown. think you there's a difference of making them proud. Yes, and then pleasing them. Uh huh. Say that. Yes, Say, I'm trying to make my parents proud, but I cannot please them all the time. But we already have too. That's another thing too. Is like we have already have. If if you are you know if you I are. Not right. baby, daddy, baby mom of 22 kids or something. That's right. enough. You got your own house. You, or right. you, you pay your bills, you pay, pay your taxes. Bills. Yes, that should be enough, but it's, it will never be. Okay, so you said that you are a teacher. What made you become a teacher? I think for me being like the nerdy kid in high school, me being the kid who is like, who was um who felt kind of alone i always enjoyed the relationships i had with my teachers and i learned so much from my teachers so it was important for me to to give back and you know like it took me a while to even get there because yeah i, I know my parents were like you need to be a nurse you need to be a doctor you need to be this and yeah. i tried all of that and it wasn't working for me and i had I to know, finally I'm say to myself one day like okay what am I passionate about? I'm passionate about history. What, what else am I passionate about? Education. Let me go to school and I'm going to be a teacher. And of course, what did my, what did my Haitian mama say? You're going to be broke. But it's okay. Are you, are you happy? <laughs> you know, I but you're happy. happy. I'm happy. I'm happy and I, and I, bought, I bought a house. Uh, oh, say it. 2000, and I bet so, they were listen. very happy then. You know, they still be shady. They still be shady. It doesn't matter. You made them proud. Know that. Exactly. Okay. Definitely. So I know a little bit more personal things than others may know, as we said before. And to this conversation, I want today to be real. I want it to be like, the that's what the B show stands for. It's be yourself, be you, do you, for you. And I want to make sure anything we discuss that you are not comfortable with, you just be like, girl, I plead the fifth. Or you just, you know, Kenya Moore me, gone with the, gone with the wind, okay? But I don't think I'm <laughs> going to. Okay. Okay, so first thing no, is, I don't know, know if I am the first person that you came out to. I mean, I remember when you did, and I was just like, okay. But when you sat down and told me like what happened when you told your parents, that broke my heart. Um, if you don't mind to share, how old were you when you told your mom and dad? So the thing is, I never told them. They found out. Oh. So they found out on they found out via Facebook. This was back in 2000, 
This was back in 2010. They found out via Facebook some some crusty, dusty somebody. I don't know who it was, but um, just a friend of mine, like my good Judy, um, he wrote on my Facebook wall. He was like, I love you and I miss you because he was studying abroad in Paris. Yeah, like my but that's first, not like, bad. Know, I love good you and friend, I miss like you. My first yeah. Friend. Right. Somebody saw that told my parents that I had a boyfriend, like, you know how Haitians jump to conclusions? Yeah. Jump to conclusions, said that I had a boyfriend, and then it was like, you're gay, so what's going on? You can't, if, if you're gay, you can't live in this house. And I was just, I was, at first I was told that I had a month to leave the house, like, you know, very much eviction. <laughs> yeah. But then it became like, then it became like, you have 10 days. And, you know, the, what really, the thing, Deb is like, I don't even remember, I don't even remember telling you because I was so lost at that point. Yeah. Like I was such in, in a shock. Of like course. I remember coming to your house and I remember being outside cause it was summertime, but I don't remember any details. Like that whole time period up until the time where um, I was able to, figure out what my next steps were going to be and I was able to get housing at Queens College up until those yeah I remember that yeah up until that moment I didn't know what the heck I didn't know my up from down you know I was you know like Katy Perry said the plastic bag in the wind I was I didn't know what was I I think that maybe you saying you don't remember I think you blocked that out because that probably was such a painful part of your life if you don't re mind, I remember you telling me they took everything away from you. Like you had, yeah. they, they took your license. You told me like your passport. Well, what my mom came into my room and she basically was like, here's your passport. Here's your um, birth certificate. Here's your social security card. And it was just like, that was her moment of just basically being like, this is, this is all of the stuff that I have for you like bye and it 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 was just one of those moments that it really solidified it I remember it, it etched out in my mind I was like wow like this is done you know what I'm saying like it yeah. really made it clear to me like I was like oh, okay this this chapter is closed like they want nothing they want nothing to do with me now if you don't if they weren't told do you think you would have ever came out to them eventually um no I probably would have like I probably would have waited until I I was away from them wow yeah so in a way it was like kind of a blessing in disguise because you yeah. got to start living your tr your truth 10 years later 10 years later I can look at it and I can say it's uh it was a blessing in disguise but at the same time like nobody should have to go through that yeah like, I, I would think I was watching I was watching Dwayne um Dwayne Wade talk about his daughter Zaya and they were watching the, the show Pose together and there's like a scene where um a boy gets kicked out because of his sexuality and Zaya was watching it with her father and she's like she couldn't believe that because her parents are so supportive Correct. So I just, I just, I'm like, what would if, I also wonder like, what would it have been or what would have looked like if my parents were supported from jump? Cause then and there was- I think times are different. Yeah. I want to give them a little credit. I think if it was now, it would have been like, oh, okay. Back then it was very like rude, like a, a rude, not rude, but a, a shake for them to be like, what do you mean? And then uh, Haitians feel like they have to answer to people. Yeah. We're frozen, yeah. you know? So for them to have to be like, now, what are we going to, what are we going to tell people? Yeah. Like, okay, I don't know what you're going to tell people, but this is who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what's interesting about that is times have changed but my mom hasn't changed. Like I, I still was dealing with some rude stuff that from my mother this past June. I mean, this past the the big at the top of the year. So, so my father has changed 
a lot, but my mom hasn't. So I say that all to say is like, we have to do a lot of work within our community to really make people realize like, stop throwing away your kids because they yeah. had a lot of wedlock because they're gay. And this is not only in the black community, like this happens in um, with white people, especially Catholic. So combined being black and Catholic, combined being white and Catholic, but specifically black men were kind of raised differently than white men, I want to say. So it's like they hear, the father hears their son is gay. It's like everything they think of is like taken away, but it's, I'm still the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know I watched a movie and it was a boy who was gay and his parents sent him away to like those conforms where they did horrible things and try to take the gay away. And it wasn't until he called his mom crying and his mom came to the school and was told like, oh, you can't see him until it's been 60 days. And she's like, what? And like looked in the window and saw them putting a child in the water and like kind of drowning him. And they were like, no, we're taking the gay away. And it's like, you want your child to grow, go through that? Yeah. I'm so thankful you didn't, but there's, there are people who have to go through that. And then in the end, they eventually have no communications with their parents, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a battle. It's definitely a battle because I'm a person who tries not to, to, to go to that, to live in that dark place. Cause at the end of the day, I got to move on and I got to in my life but boy is there some rage sometimes i'm like if this if this lady try me one more time i haven't cussed her out the way i need to cuss her out yeah if this lady try me one more time you know but i have to but then sometimes i have to realize like i have to be better than you ever yeah. have and you cannot change the person you can you can't change the person you can only change your reaction to the person yeah, yeah yeah and you have to put a wall up unfortunately and say this is how much i'm going to accept i accept you for you even though you don't accept me for me but this is how much i'm gonna let you in you know mm-hmm. yeah therapy right now guys. and at the end of the day too it's like you realize like at least for me i'm realizing like it really is her loss like i'm a great person but she yes, only you are. Up until some point you know what i'm saying yeah. You don't like you, and that's something that I I fear a lot for, for relationships between parents and children is like, do you want to have a whole and complete relationship with your child? Do you really want to know who your child is, or do you want to have the surface relationship with your child? Correct. I agree. Um, since you didn't really get to come out and you were pushed out, I would say. Where, was there a time though that you you knew you were gay? You know how some people say like I grew up like Dwayne Wade's son daughter. Mm-hmm. He knew from a small age he was. Do you say you felt the same way, or yours was like over time? I think I always had inklings, but I think I think from when I was very young, I think I always people always start correcting you. So it's like don't don't talk like that or don't play with that toy or you're talking like a girl or you know, like all the, it's like you're constantly bombarded with like all of this. So you just like, you're awkward. You don't know how to be. Like, I remember one time I felt like, damn, I don't even want to walk across this room. I don't want to walk across this room. The way that you walk, they may say up. Right. I don't even want to open my mouth and talk because if I open my mouth and talk, they're going to say I'm talking like, so you, you learn from a very age to just, you're constantly being policed or not being noticed. Did you feel um, bad knowing that you were gay and kind of was like portraying that you were straight or were you not positively sure? So you kind of didn't know how to feel. The thing is, if you ask my friends, my friends will always say, oh, we always knew. And I'm sure if you ask my yes, parents was, and yes, they were being me, I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And I'm sure if you asked my parents and they were being real, right? Like my dad is real. My dad is real as real as they come. You're a twin. But, and I think, yes. And I think my, my mom at the end would definitely be like, if she really didn't have to, she, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she yeah. really, she, like, yes, I've always known. And your but, sister and you were very close. She probably knew. Yes, but, but it was one of those things where in, in 2010, like when I was coming up and I was in high school, I started high school to have to, to, to have a, this conversation with. So I was just very, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do, but I, I, I always, I always knew. I, I think I was, I think I have a really early memory of when I was like four years old and I tried to not in, you know, you know how little kids are. I think I tried to go and like hug or kiss a little boy and I got yelled at. And I, I don't remember all the details, which it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, yeah. you know, you ever have a memory from like four or three like years old you, and you're like, I don't know how I remember this. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, but when you yeah. hugged him, did you feel a certain way? Like, oh, should I be feeling this way about a boy? Or were you like, this is fine? I was like, this is, this, it felt fine to me. People are like, this is unnatural. This is unnatural. I'm like, it's, un I went on a date with a girl and that was unnatural. She was looking at me like, what are you, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think you told me that one time and I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, yeah. that is, that was unnatural. You were like, girl, when we're done with this, let's trade where you get your facial. Okay. Cause you're scanning. <laughs> <laughs> just like all right no problem child i'm for you <laughs> but i understand that that was unnatural yeah and you that know. was you not being true to yourself right um so i guess i wanted to know how how is it different now with your parents how is it different now Dif it's different now in the sense that I saw my dad, my dad came to see me for my birthday and he came to see my house. Um, and it was interesting because now we are 10 years out of the situation. Like we didn't, we didn't meet, I didn't talk to my mom and my dad for, well, they didn't talk to me for two years. Wow, um, like straight, no communication. No communication. And then I, now, like my relationship with my dad is in a much better place. That's like good. we're not at the point where I can talk about details, and I don't think I even want to talk about details. Like who wants to yeah. talk about their love life or their sex life with their Haitian parents? Hell nah. Okay, I'm I'm good on that for now. Yeah. Um, but my dad is like my dad was able to meet some of my friends. That's and big. That was that was big for me. I think so many, like, I, I, I've tried to protect my friends from my parents because I, I don't want them to have to deal with them being judgmental. Right. But I was able to share that with my dad. Now, and when your dad came, he didn't come with your mom, right? No, my mom was um, was in Haiti at the time. So okay. Has your mom come to your house and you know congratulated you? No, and um. She, it's, I've been, I moved here in November of 20, was it? Wait, we just finished, we're in 2020. I moved here in yeah. November of 20, November, 2019. And November 20, like November 2020 made it a year. She, she still hasn't come. And at the, at, at this point, the last thing she said to me was like, she was like, can I curse on here? Yeah. She was like, I don't want to come to your house and I don't want to see no gay shit or something like that. Oh, so at that point, I And that is why you say you want to like I'm, I'm cool on it. Yeah. What'd you say? And that's why you wait. <laughs> but even in that moment, but even in that moment, she could have deserved that good curse out then. But right. Deb, like I'm so respectful. Yeah, I know that if no I curse from cursing out an Asian I, mother. Because the rage that will come out, there yeah. will be there will be breaking of, of some dishes. And curse it won't be a mazel tov. 
<laughs> right. I, they will be breaking up dishes, and the next time I see her will be in her funeral. Like, I know that's how spiteful she is. Yeah. And so she, for you and her, she, this is the best that you guys can do to respect it for your dad and your sister. And it, it's hard because it's like, I'm the child, but I have to. Yeah. I can't. But in you the know? Haitian household, remember, you will always be the child. You're always a child, but sometimes you, you don't like to be the child, but to be the more mature one. Yeah. Sometimes you like, I want to be reckless. Oh God, I want to be reckless. Yeah. But for yourself, you'll feel good for that moment, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it will unfortunately bring more harm. Yeah. So I go back to keep your wall, keep your distance and accept her for her and the little glitter that she has. Yeah, because the thing is like, she shows love. Like she'll make my favorite Haitian dishes when I come home and we'll have conversations on the phone, but it's surface. Right, right. And I'm like, I guess this is how it's gonna be where with my father, we're able to go a little deeper. And that's good, at least you have that, right? What would you say to someone who may be in yeah. the same situation uh, that you are in, but it may, that it's younger? Someone, what would you say to Jacques 10 years ago when he felt like this will, I will I ever get out of this darkness? I think you just, I think I would just say, just stay focused on your goals and realize that you your life amazing. will get better over time. Yeah. And yeah, your life will get better over time. Like I think sometimes we can be in a quick, a rush for everything to get better. But I, I'm looking at myself now, 20, when I was 22, my, it was a mess. And I was yeah. expected to have it all together. But now at 33, I'm like, yo. You still don't God, have it all together. together. It's coming together. It's coming together. It's making yeah. sense. The money is looking right. You know, uh -huh. I'm able to travel more. I'm able to let my hair down, you know? Yeah. And hair I down. follow you on Instagram and you are surrounded with people who are like you. So I think that makes it easier for you to be yourself. Oh God, I was trying not to cry and to be accepted because that's the biggest thing when you kind of have to hide yourself, yeah. right? You lose your identity of who are you and who, who do I truly want to be? And, and I think that's my, next, that's my next piece of work, Deb, is not people pleasing anymore, right? Like yeah. that's, that's, where, that's where I'm like, yo, that's what I gotta work on. That's what I'm working on in my in my therapy sessions. It's like, yo, do it for you. What do you What do you want to do? What makes you happy? Yeah. What do you want to do next? It's about you now. Fact. It's all low key. It's always been about you, but you were made yeah, to believe that it wasn't. Do it. Yeah. Be you. Do you for you. Yes. What would you say to someone who's confused about their sexuality? And now in the world that we, that's okay if you don't, not to put a label on yourself, right? Yeah, I say, I say there's nothing wrong with exploring. There's nothing wrong with exploring and you don't have to answer to anyone. Of course, everything with consensually, of course, but mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with exploring. Yeah, and, and don't feel judged. What about you having parents who don't understand what you're going through? Um, if you are of age We're at, okay. and mm -hmm. you can find a way to get counseling, get counseling. And I would say definitely find a support group. Like if you're lucky, if you're lucky to be in a, a big city like New York, sneak yeah. away into the city, find support groups, be around people who supports you, um, yeah. And I think also what's amazing is not only are you a, 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 an amazing gay man, but you are also a black teacher. So you have students who are watching you, right? 
and they yeah. they gotta know they have to know yes and the you, thing you is, may not tell them but like you said and and you said your friends say we know honey <laughs> right but the, thing is, but the thing is i don't the beautiful thing is i don't have to tell them if i don't want no to. you don't but if a ch but you're also um but I, but the thing too is i do if somebody if a child asks me first of all if a child is like oh that faggot or whatever disrespectful um, like, no we're no, not the proper term is gay the proper term is gay and yes that's what i am but at the end of the day i'm still the teacher in this classroom Correct. and i'm still putting the grades in this gray book and but i think what you. i was trying to say is i think that you're also now becoming a role model without maybe you even knowing yes and, and the thing is that is what that is the blessing within itself right is to to be to be there and to to be there and to for my students and to because i've at this point i've encountered so many lgbtq students and to yeah. be able to be there for them and i'm able to like show them that it gets better like i hate that cliche of like it gets but it better. really does it, it really does. does like i'm not even trying to say for myself but like where i was 10 years ago and where i am now like me and carl talk about it like he was like, you got, I need this kind of woman. I need this. And I was like, what? Um, and I even, um, all right, per, therapy. I started therapy. And I said to my therapist, if you had asked me when I was like younger, I would be like, oh, I want to be a teacher or I want to be in journalism or something like that. But I kind of really just want to marry a rich old man. And I want him to take me far away. And I won't really like, I just want to live in a big house and like, I want to be like, um, own, I don't know, like some, I'm I'm forming a blank. I would like to be in like how um, abused woman, like that's what I would want to do. But he would be the one to give me all the money so I can open up my own little private thing and I would be having tea with the girls. And that was like what I wanted. And now if you ask me that, or if I see a girl like that, I'm like, are you crazy? Right, right. Are you insane? Like yeah. we could do so much if we put our mind to it. And sometimes, like I said, you needed, unfortunately for your parents to be like, peace out for you to be like, I gotta do this and I gotta show them their loss. It's horrible yeah. how it happened, yeah. but you are a full role model. And I'm so yeah. proud of you. Yes. No. And yes. I'm just so you look happy. Like a that. whole grown snack. Thank you so much. I'm just so happy to be able to talk about my story. Me and, too. And and the thing is, you I I learned a long time ago. You have to own your story. Own your ish. Yep. Own it because you, the thing is like. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm just, I'm just gonna let the record. I'm just letting the record, uh, putting it all on the record. Like my, my mom can't own story. She told people that I left the house. Of course they switch she, it. Of course it got switched. Switched. Right? Yes. So don't let people make you feel. Don't let people make you feel crazy. You yeah. know your story because for the longest time I was like, what? How could she do that? But at the end of the day, it does not matter what she says, so she can go to you sleep know at the night. truth. You know your story, right? And okay, so usually when I have my guests on the show, I ask like a fun random question, and okay. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna give you three men, right? So random, and I want you to tell me who would you f, who would you marry, okay. and who would oh, you had to get a drink. I know we were a little heavy. We were a little. <laughs> that's we got to end it with a little laughter. Little. Okay, Listen. ready. F mm. Mary Kill. Okay. I'm giving you Denzel Washington, Michael B. Jordan, or Jamie Fox. Okay. Who are we? Who are we killing? What was the last one? Jamie Foxx. Because you know what the- no, what was the last name? J Jamie Foxx. So we got Denzel Washington, okay. Michael B. Jordan, and Jamie Foxx. And I threw okay. in Jamie 
Foxx because you know there's a little whisper about him. There's a little whisper about Jamie Foxx. Okay, give it to me. Who are we killing? Okay, so I, I, I'm killing, I'm killing Jamie Foxx. Obviously, I am marrying Denzel because the money is long. The money is long with Denzel, so I'm marrying Denzel. And you could get a two for one with his son. Effing Michael B. Jordan. I mean, obviously, all those answers oh. that I agree. With. I would marry Denzel and then maybe cheat no. on his son. Right. And just like, oh, but wait till like wait till he's on the deathbed. Like you know, do you watch Salt Lake City? Real House. No, I haven't watched Real Housewives. Okay, just like Mary, right? She had to marry her grandpa. <laughs> I would say Denzel said at the last minute in order to stay in the family I gotta marry his son <laughs> I'm just keeping <laughs> right oh lord <laughs> well, I'm glad that I got everyone to see your beautiful smile see that's the look that I was saying for your dating before we go you said dating is just not working out is that because of the pandemic or it's just not, it's changed. I, I think for me, it's like I, I put, I spent so much time in my 20s, like, looking. Yeah. Right? And every time I look, I'm really at that point yeah. right now where, like, with my spirituality, where I'm just like, whatever is, whatever I want and need is just going to come find me. Okay, like, and that's what I think then, for Carl. Until then, I'm gonna travel. Yeah, I right. agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I just, I'm just gonna travel. I'm gonna eat good. I'm going to laugh with my friends. I'm gonna have a good time, and whatever, whoever wants to be with me, will find me. Exactly. On my Maybe the problem way. is your connection is so bad. So when you be doing your 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 zooms, they be that's like. That could possibly back. be it. That could possibly be it. Xfinity, <laughs> Xfinity I, I just, is out here messing up my love life. Exactly. And another thing, Atlanta, y'all open all the way. Nobody really trying to come to Atlanta. Okay, we scared. New Yorkers are scared of Atlanta and Miami right now. Y'all really yeah, doing the most. The most. The most. I know okay. y'all working out with no mask on. <laughs> We was only we was <laughs> we was only shut down for two weeks. Okay, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Your governor was like, "That's all." That's, that's two it. weeks notice. We back in effect. <laughs> nah, honey. He's like, I can't play. I can't pay everybody's unemployment. We are broke. We cannot pay everybody's unemployment. Open this thing back up. Oh no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'll see you in Neverary, brother. Well. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my show. I love you so much. And I want you I to know you that I'm so proud of you. If you ever, ever need anyone to talk to, mm -hmm. I'm here no matter day or time. Thank you so much. And thank you and Carl for always being supportive. Shout out to Carl for just being just a, a good example of what it means to be a Black man, a, a, a cis heterosexual black man who does not give an F about. Nah. And know, it's so funny before we did this um, meeting, he saw that you were waiting in the room and he was, he tried to talk to you, but you weren't sitting on your couch. So I told <laughs> him when we're done, we could FaceTime. Cause yes. like I said, we just love you so much. Every time you come, it's just a good time. No, always love, always love. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jacques. Not Jack, Jacques, Etienne. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was so good. Um, if you need anyone to speak to regarding coming out, please feel free to speak to Jacques. He has such good experience, not good experience, but he can show you that sometimes the road may seem dark, but you will get to the light. Um, next up, we got a little bit lighter conversation with our friend Jordan Eugene, another Haitian. Stop by saying to my Zoe, it's Haitian day, I guess, up here. Yeah, I really can't see my too, right? Okay, so let's admit him in the room. This is my first time. 
even meeting him. Hopefully he doesn't disappoint on the B show. Hi, Jordan. Thank you so much for waiting and thank you for being on the B show. Of course, I was looking forward to this all day, if I'm being honest. Oh, thank you so much. I feel so honored. I was texting Carl earlier today and I was like, I can't wait. I'm excited. Well, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, you were on a show with Carl a couple of times and one show I was just like falling asleep to you talking. You were really boring. Yeah. And then there was another episode where we were talking about the coach saying something to the kids. Yeah. Coach McDermott. Plantation or something yeah, the like plantation. that. Yeah. And you just wowed me. <laughs> Thank you. And I was just like, maybe it was like that first show you were just nervous and you know, Carl has a big mouth and so people don't really get a chance to speak. <laughs> but you were, I don't, I don't know how old you are. I was just like, who is this kid who speaks so well? I need him on my show. Thank you. I'm 21. I'm 21. And uh, you look like 21 Savage at the same time. So. <laughs> I get that a lot. I get that yeah. a lot. I really do get that a lot. Um, I'm a journalism major at Stony Brook. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Are you currently living at home with your family or are you back on campus? Uh, currently living home at fam with family. Uh, sometimes I have in-person classes on campus. Yeah. So sometimes I'll be there. Sometimes I'm back home, you know. Ooh, how's that drive? Uh, it's about 25 minutes, 30 minutes. I like driving. Oh, where so do you live? Cool for me. I live in uh, Bayshore, by, right? Oh, okay. Brentwood, pretty much. I live in okay. Brentwood. Oh, okay. Not bad at all. So thank you so much for being on my show once again. I'm, I'm honored to be here right now. Oh, Carl said that you went to St. John the Baptist. Yes. yes. So you didn't see him when he was. I did. Uh, I did SJB TV. Yeah, I met him my freshman year of high school, and uh, we did SJB TV. Uh, we did SJB radio, um, and we did it for a couple of years. And then I wanted to go with football, but football was going to take a lot of my time. So, like, I, as a kid, I always wanted to play football. So I decided to do that instead. Um, which looking back on it was probably a bad decision. But sometimes you have to do it just so you won't say- You've never tried it. Happened. Yeah. Absolutely. N never live with any regrets. So you went to SJB. Does Carl tell you how much I love that place? Uh, <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> it's the best place ever. Isn't it? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, so you graduated from there? Yep. <laughs> I went to Suffolk two years, graduated from Suffolk, and then I transferred to Stony Brook. So okay, okay, wait a minute. So yeah. you went to SJB where Carl used to teach. Yeah. And then you went to Suffolk where Carl currently teaches. Oh, no, a different campus. I went to Brentwood's you campus. And Brentwood still. Yeah. yeah, Suffolk. Yeah, I guess the Suffolk connection. I uh, graduated from Suffolk, and then now I've been at Stony Brook since uh, fall 19. Probably going to graduate next fall or uh, next spring. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your parents must be proud. Of course. You know, I try to make them proud every day. I, I know you're Haitian, so they probably gave them some, they had to be like, Ugh, what's up with the nose pierced, Jordan? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get, I didn't, I, they weren't a fan of any of the piercings. Yeah, I can Thank imagine. You. <laughs> you. All right, let's get into some sports talk. Are you ready? I'm ready for this. Okay, just want to let you know, I know absolutely nothing, but I know everything. I got you. Okay. I understand what you so mean. So today was the NBA trade deadline, correct? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Thank yes. you. I just Carl corrected me a hundred times about <laughs> that. And I said before here is furious because the Celtics apparently, well, we know they're not doing well at all. And he just thought this would be their time to get some heavy hitters, but unfortunately they did not. And it looks like it may be magic. Yeah, the magic that's doing all the magic right now, right? Yeah. But not in a good sense. Not in a good sense. They're, uh, they're selling. They're selling a lot of their players for much cheaper. Like they traded um, their star of the team, Nikola Vucevic, uh, for Wendell Carter and um, Otto Porter and a, and a pick. So it's like you're selling him for much less than what he's worth. You could have sold him to Boston and asked for something, but uh, Orlando's in this new rebuild right now. And they're just starting essentially from scratch because obviously what they've been trying to do ever since Dwight Howard uh, got traded to Los Angeles really hasn't worked out. Yeah, it really hasn't worked out since uh, he left. So they're just trying anything new. And I think right now rebuilding is probably the best uh, option. You start young. Right. Starting young and then having fresh uh, cap space and hopefully getting the next big thing or, 
you know, that's probably the best option. Well, you can say that Celtics tried to do that and it didn't work. So do you think it will work for Miami? I um, mean, it worked for the Nets. With working with Boston, uh, I would say it did in a sense work because they did get all these picks from Brooklyn and uh, they flipped all these picks and everything that they acquired from the trade that sent Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry to Brooklyn. Uh, and next thing you know, they have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and these guys are doing okay. And they don't need right now, I think compared to where they were at one point back in, let's say 2015. Yeah. Um, it's much better than what is, is what they're doing right now. Uh, well, not right now, eight seed, but like, what they were doing, you know, a couple seasons ago being in the Eastern uh, Conference Finals, you know, is a big thing. So even in the bubble, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, or I think, was that against Milwaukee? No, was that Milwaukee Heat or was that? No, that was Celtics Heat in the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, Celtics Heat. I'm, and yeah, and they lost. Yeah. To the Heat. They didn't make it. I mean, they still, you know, deep no, playoff run. It. Next. We don't care about Celtics. <laughs> we don't like that. We're, yeah. What's your team? Uh, so right now it's kind of rough. The Houston Rockets. Uh, it's been a rough. Yeah, it's been it's been rough since Harden got traded. But I'm ready for the rebuild. Uh, we just traded you guys. Harden, would you say he's the best player right now? Best player in the league? Yeah. No. Playing. Because we have a lot of injuries. So best person playing right now. Yes. Then yes. Yes. Then if yes. If yeah. not, if we talk about the whole league, injured or not, who would you say? Uh, before Kevin Durant got hurt, I would definitely say Kevin Durant is up there. LeBron is up there. Uh, also, I flip and flop between Giannis. Uh, Giannis is also, I think Giannis is also kind of better than Harden on, in some aspects. But overall, I think uh, James Harden is a better, obviously, passer. James Harden's a better, uh, you know, like, yeah. general. He knows how to lead his team to the right places. And he's a really great playmaker compared to Giannis, who just kind of catches the ball and muscles his way and dunks the ball and then gets back on defense. Well, it was said a while ago that Aaron, um, give me one second. Like I said, I don't know ish about it, but I know I got my papers. Um, Aaron Gordon stated that he wanted to be traded. And then everybody was like, what? Yeah okay let's go and a lot of people i think like even celtics was trying to see if they can get him and and um like miami but eventually just was told that he he's going to the nuggets right mm -hmm. am i correct yeah got traded to denver <laughs> um do you think that's going to be a good fit and who's on denver nuggets that we care about uh nikola Jokic, who no. is playing out of his mind who's been playing out of his mind this season and um, but because the Nuggets don't really relate in standings to where yeah. Nikola Jokic is playing, where he's going to get the relevance because Utah and the Lakers up until LeBron got hurt, um, were really running this running the show in the West. Um, so Nikola Jokic is really, really good. Uh, Jamal Murray is really, really good. They just traded Gary Harris for Aaron Gordon. Um, I, I and RJ Hampton. I really think that. Um, Aaron Gordon overall is going to be a really good fit. 100%. 100%. I good enough to get them to um, playoffs? Playoffs, yes. Finals, God, no. no. Um, we, have a, we have something going in our little bucket. I don't know if you know. Who do you think are going to be the two teams that make it? In the finals? Yes. Now, how many people have already said Nets, Lakers? Don't, don't worry about that. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of people who said it. Um, so far we have about $20 okay. in the pot. Okay. You can make it 25. What do you think? Who is it going to be? Uh, Nets Lakers. Okay. So we, that's just, that's everyone's, um, now once we find out if it's true, we'll go against who's going to win. Do you, with LeBron being out, some people say he's probably, he's going to be, he'll be back eventually, but mm -hmm. do you think with him being out makes the Lake, maybe the Lakers won't qualify? Uh, my thing with the Lakers is that I think they're pretty stacked as well. Like they don't, yeah. He, they still have Dennis Schroeder. They still have Montrezl Harrell. Uh, they still have uh, Mark Keefe or Marcus. I always get confused between the two Morris brothers. Um 
Alex Caruso is not really that great, but at the same time, I still think that uh, the Lakers in itself can still hold it up to be able to make the playoffs. No matter what, the Lakers are not going anywhere. They're making the playoffs. And then once, once LeBron comes back, once AD comes back, then everything's we'll back. To everything. Well, speaking of coming back to games, it was just announced that Miami Heat will have people starting April 1st um, be able to come to their show if you have the vaccine. Mm. Do you think that's a good, a good idea? And do you think other teams should follow? Here's the thing. Um, when we started to reopen after really like after the first huge wave that we got back last March, uh, and you could see a difference in, you know, reopening back in the summer. Yeah. Um, it obviously led to like easy easing restrictions a little bit and easing more and more restrictions. I still think we should wait for a little bit more people to get vaccinated before we really start to just jump back into it. Um, because we did that and then cases rise this past winter. Um, so it was like, I, I'm not really a big fan of rushing back into it, but if you are vaccinated, then yeah. But the thing with being vaccinated is with the card, you know, that little like the vaccine. You gotta walk around with your card, right. I don't know how easy it is to fake like you have a card. Bro, I'm gonna get mine laminated when it's my time, right? And then just yeah. wear it around my neck like a necklace. Yeah. Because say you go somewhere to like card, and you're like, oh, oh my god. And you're looking for it, yeah. Yeah. So you just look, okay, I'm going out, you know, tuck it in, and um, I, I mean, I'm not really surprised that Miami's doing this because have we seen Miami lately? Oh, uh, you seen spring break? Yes. Oh, brother. Oh, so I was just saying to Jacques, like Miami mm -hmm. and Atlanta, they're on their own planet, bro. Yeah. They're doing yeah. whatever they want. So I'm not really surprised that they're going to section off areas for vaccine people. But mm -hmm. I do believe if the um, NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, okay, mm -hmm. um, all decide to do the same thing, this will help a lot of people get the vaccine, I believe. If you're a real sports fan and you really want to see these games, you're going to get it now. And maybe that's what they're doing. Like Krispy Kreme is like, if you get vaccinated, you get a donut. Miami Heat, if you get vaccinated, you get to come to a game. Mm. You know? I, I do agree with you there. I do agree with you there that sometimes it is a big motivation. It is, yeah. it is definitely a big motivation for some people to be like, you know what? I really want to go to a next game. Right. That Harden, Duran, and Kyrie. I want to see them live, and I really want a vaccine. Yeah. yeah. I do agree with you. I do. I mean, why wouldn't you agree with me? <laughs> um, this is Women's History Month, and I saw that the other day that some uh, players from the Spurs were wearing women's jerseys. And it made me think, like, first of all, how cool is that? Yeah. Second of all, why do we talk about NBA so much more than WNBA? Why do you think? Um, do you really want me to be honest? Yeah, 100%. Sexism. Sexism. I think because a lot of people have this common view of just like the, the, the typical, like, you know, that stereotype where it's like, oh, you do this like a girl, you do that like a girl. There's yeah. this, this notion, this uh, incorrect notion that uh, women cannot play sports on a physical, like on a physical level that's entertaining, which I don't find to be true. Um, I've watched WNBA games before. Um, I'm actually a Vegas Aces, a Las Vegas Aces fan, um, but I've watched WNBA games before. Uh, softball, women's sports is very entertaining if, you yeah. actually, if people can get around to watch it. And because the NBA is mostly black men, black men have this stereotypical, oh, they have to be athletic or they probably play basketball or they do right. this and they do that. And because he went between the legs and did this, I'm telling you, there are a lot of women's sports that are very entertaining. Like I've seen, I remember it was um, Mississippi State uh, college girls basketball. And like they were playing in the, uh, the tournament uh, years ago. And I, they're entertaining. Notre Dame was entertaining. And, you know, a lot of players were, uh, and, and a lot of players should be upset that this is the way that it is. And I think step one to fixing that is that you have to get rid of that narrative. 
that you do this like a girl, you do that like a girl, girls, women cannot do anything physical. Um, you know, they can't do anything that like sports related that can't, they can't ball out. They can't do this. They right. can't do that. I, I myself cannot guard Maya Moore. I cannot guard uh, Della Don. Okay. I cannot guard Brittany Griner. I cannot do that. I'm being very honest. For like NBA All-Star Weekend, they should mix up like the guys and the girls. I, honestly, that is a good idea because if you can have a platform like that where it's like, you know, millions and millions of people are going to watch and then you can show and prove people yeah. that are already watching that this is how they play and they actually are entertaining. Right. And they are worth the viewership and maybe getting the jerseys or uh, whatever the case may be. Um, then revenue will rise. Then revenue will rise. And I think that's what they deserve to be, to be completely honest with you because the complete difference in, and I understand the reasoning as to why the difference in salary made from women to men in the NBA. Yeah. Um, and almost everywhere. Yeah. I'm 80% where a man can make a hundred. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's disturbing. The wealth gap is disturbing. It really is disturbing. We've lived how many years, you know, and we have uh, like this pay gap between men and women. And I don't think that's fair. Um, I think that men at the end of the day, like if, if you have, uh, Deb, if you have, uh, Mrs. Coulange, I should probably call you. No, you call me, you could call me by my name. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Deb, Deb um, like the thing is, with um i've seen a lot of professions where it's like even in my own like i had i used to work at starbucks yeah and i used to have less um experience in some fields and it's like the way that people get paid because society like tricks you in this way where it's like they don't want you to know right they don't want you to ask like how much do you get paid just to kind of like blind you from the whole like there's a gender pay gap going on we don't want anybody knowing about it really and we just want everybody thinking it's a myth. It's not real. No, it's real. Right. You know, right. so I think um, this needs to, it obviously needs to get fixed. It, it, it's a huge problem. I think a good step, but not a huge step. It's a good step in the right direction was when Biden got elected and our uh, vice president is now a black woman. Yes. And she's also comes from, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Asian descent. Yes, she does. Okay. Um, her mother was Indian. Her father was Jamaican. So having a woman that's, um, that's a minority become the vice president of the United States for the first time, you know, is a huge step. And I think even an even bigger step is president. Yeah. Like I, like when Hillary was coming out, I voted for Hillary. I couldn't physically vote, but like, I, by myself, I'm like, I'm rooting for Hillary behind the yeah. scenes, you know? Um, but Hillary, so Hillary ran so that Kamala could vote. Yeah essentially and i'm really happy that this is where we are right now even though that there's a lot of progress left to be made um i think that having kamala as vice president definitely is a very good step <coughs> sorry no you're fine <laughs> um unfortunately we are running out of time i could talk to you all day yeah. i want to say for a 21 year old you are amazing thank you um, Keep this drive that you have, this knowledge that you have. Um, I don't know if you have a girlfriend or not, but whoever, I do. I do. I'm well, currently at her house, but she's at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what kind of conversations you have, but your mother and your father and your girlfriend are doing an amazing job, man. Thank you. And of course, you do yourself, but I, I'm very proud of you. Thank and you. And I would like to invite you back on my show when we do our Juneteenth episode. Oh, I can't wait. I mind. I can't wait. Yes, I think you would be a great, great guest. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Jordan Eugene. And next time you're on the sports hit list, don't let those MFers talk over you because you are professional and you're classy and they're ratchet. <laughs> but you speak up for yourself. You know more than they do. I'll tell you that right now. If anybody got a problem, they can fight me. Thank you, Deb. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being on my show. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. Oh, no problem. Be well. You as well. That was Jordan Eugene. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show today for the B show. Yeah, I'm moving all the way back because y'all really need to see my button and it's not.
anyway thank you so much for watching the b show i usually don't do this i usually don't look at who's watching i don't look at the comments until after the show but i realized today that there was not a lot of people watching and i don't know if it's because of the conversation that i had um first with jacques and if that is the case i do not need you to watch my show ever again the world that we live in we need people to support us this was a very very touchy su subject and i'm so proud of jacques for i'm trying to come back in i'm so proud of jacques for giving me his time using this platform to let us know what he went through and to educate others if you or anyone else you know is suffering from not being able to be themselves we need to stand up and help them imagine Imagine if you're a person who watches sports, if you were told you cannot talk sports because nobody wants to hear it, or if somebody told you if you continue to speak sports, you would have to leave their house and they take everything away from you and you lose it all. So if that was the reason why you did not watch my show today, please don't watch ever again. This is Deborah. I'm real, I'm honest, and I'm everything you wish you could be. And for the people who did watch, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. This is episode 207. And I'm so grateful for this opportunity and this platform. All I would like to do is speak real things that matter to me and that matter to others. Um, like I said before, there's always going to be darkness in our life, but there always will be light. And sometimes we may not be able to see it, but it's there. If you need anyone to ever speak to, please let me know. I can be a soundboard um, and I can also refer you to um, free therapy. Also, I would like to say that it is really hot in my husband's room. So now that it's getting warmer, you may start seeing me outside because honey, I just can't do this. Like I can't, I don't know how I stayed well together. This is the B show. Thank you so much for giving me your time and your energy. I hope to see you next week. We're going to have two beautiful girls from the summer North and they have a clothing brand that they started. And what I love about the brand is that one is a little um, thin and one is a little thick and they wear the same outfits and it just comes together beautifully. So until then, take care of yourself, love each other, love yourself, be you, do you, live your truth. This is Deb Star, and signing out.